Welcome back to Recruiter Insights. This is a podcast made by Recruiter to give you some insights. Starting from this pandemic, people are talking more about mental health, burns out, work-life balance in their work. And there's a very interesting and trending topic people are talking about related all of this together. Quiet quitting. Today, we are inviting our boss, Vincent, to share about his and our thoughts on quiet quitting. Who's going to start first? Okay, so today we're going to invite Vincent to be on our podcast for the first time to talk about quiet quitting. So quiet quitting has been something that is very popular nowadays that people talk about and we want to maybe just discuss about this topic and share some insights about quiet quitting. So yeah guys, what do you think quiet quitting is? I have a confession. I just got to learn about quiet quitting a few weeks ago. So it's a really new term. And when I was thinking about it, uh, my thought was, you want, you're want resigning and you don't tell the reason for resigning. That was my wrong understanding. <laughs> yes. Actually, I, I think this term has been around for a few months and I was reading somewhere that um, someone really thought it was what you just said. <laughs> you quit without telling anyone. Um, that's quiet quitting. But I guess from what I understand, quiet quitting, or what I've been reading lah online is that quiet quitting is doing the bare minimum at work and not going above and beyond. I think that phrase has been used a lot uh, where you do what's minimally expected of you at work. Initially, I also thought quiet quitting was, you know, you quit quietly without telling anybody but uh, I think I read on Gallup article and they said that you know quiet quitting is actually a symptom of poor management where people quiet quit because of two reasons Uh, number one they are burning out and number two they are uh, least engaged at work yeah and I also read that um, quiet quitting has something to do with it's more of like a negative way of saying that you want to set healthy boundaries it's like the label itself is a bit negative because like the word quitting is there but like that's kind of like what people want uh, but they're not getting so they just kind of like mentally check out from their jobs in that sense or rather just do whatever they can but like not strive to go beyond right i'm just curious is quiet quitting more of a generational thing does it happen at a certain age group um i don't know what do you guys think this one I can answer. So actually, I read some of the posts. Uh, other people are talking about this quiet quitting. Right? Actually, it has been around for quite some time. But only these few months, uh, people have a very proper term to describe about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before that, they call it as a zone out employee. Like you're just there, but you're, you're not there. <laughs> I think a lot of people are talking about how quiet quitting is because people are feeling burnt out or too pressured or stressed or like like Wendy mentioned, management is is poor in that not sense. Not engaging with them. Maybe yeah. just giving them a lot of work, a lot of high expectations. Yeah, just not engaged at work. Yeah, I think basically you have a lot of expectations from your bosses and you have a lot of job responsibilities and at the same time, you are not being paid for what you do. And you don't have time for other other things other than work. I think it's especially more prevalent because of the pandemic. 
uh, when people work from home and then I think we heard from a lot of people that there's no clear boundary for your working hours or um, like what you're expected to do because also during the pandemic, a lot of people had to go above and beyond to adapt to this whole online, fully online world. Um, so a lot of people had to put in extra effort more than what was within their job scope. And that's been going on for so long that employers may think that you know, this is the norm already. You have to be like this all the time, constantly on high alert, firefighting, um, yeah, going beyond in that sense. So, yeah, that's what some some people are talking about as well online. Actually, I'm just curious, Vincent, because you say every generation will have this quiet quitting group of people, right? So in your generation or in your work experience, have you ever encountered this type of people? And typically, how are they like when they quiet quit? People would be unhappy or frustrated they may show it if not then they hold it in their heart and then if they cannot take it anymore they will resign so that's why I had a first wrong understanding oh quite a good thing you quit without telling a reason but right now this person is still doing the job but doing the bare minimum just to keep the job mm, okay yeah uh, maybe lesser lesser in that sense yeah but but one of my thoughts is that eh, um you're paid to do a job. So whether you feel engaged or disengaged, you should still be performing. Like that would be a responsibility. Like. But right now, if you want the employee to feel happy and satisfied, that can also be very subjective. Like. Not everyone must like the job, but they're doing it because of survival in that sense. So COVID mm, is a good yeah, example yeah, yeah. for survival purposes. Then, mm. yeah, I get the job done, including taking on uh, a new role or reskilling or retooling myself to do a different uh, responsibility. Like. I saw some of the posts that are stating that like if you are expecting quiet quitting on your job style, then you shouldn't expect performance bonus or you shouldn't expect very good benefits in a sense. Yeah, like you're not achieving in that sense. Like you're just doing it to get by. Therefore, if you don't achieve, then you shouldn't get, right? That's what people are Yeah, saying. that's kind of like that. Like some people are arguing, it's like, oh, why I don't have this kind of very, very good benefits out there? Then, but still they are practicing quiet quitting. So do you think it can go parallel in the sense that I do the bare minimum I want, but I still get, I I still do my bare minimum jobs. I fulfill all the tasks. In that case, do I still get performance bonus in a sense? For sure not. <laughs> la. That's my take. Like, if you're doing the bare minimum, it's just to survive. So if you're paid a bonus, you know, either you are very good in showing or impressing your bosses or uh, you're paid maybe for the wrong uh, reasons in that sense. Uh. Actually, if someone is doing quiet quitting, why don't they just quit and find a new job? Why do they still just want to remain in a job? Isn't that You still better? need the wife, I guess. I guess, yeah. You still need the money, you can still do the job. But you're not suffering, you just... You're not suffering, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but some of them are suffering, that's why they quiet quit. That's true. So that's why if they're suffering, isn't it better for them to look for a new job than to suffer in silence and do the minimum? Maybe while looking for a new job or while looking for what is best after this, they quiet quit first now. Since I'm going to quit anyway, why Mm. do I need to give Mm. above and beyond? I think also it's kind of like the red race things like oh, a lot of people are just going for bigger and beyond and above mm. but some people are not really sure why I want to go above and beyond but the whole competitions in the company or the, in the environments makes the person must do that 
It's like I no longer need to prove myself uh, whether I'm mm. good enough to be here. Oh. Right? Mm. So you asked an earlier question about do will they get performance bonus? Uh-huh. If you're paid uh-huh. by your performance uh-huh. and every successful job that you do, for example, you are a grab driver or you are a real estate agent, you have to do something to get rewarded. Uh. Then yeah. quiet quitting will not work, right? <laughs> you don't work, you don't get paid. Or you don't work, you get very minimum pay, you know? I don't know how does it work. Right? Does quiet quitting then apply? You think can they quiet quit and still achieving their target? I think tricky, it's tricky. Yeah. Nah. I mean, yeah, people maybe they do their bare minimum but they can excel in their job. Okay, I hate to say this but just from people that we've spoken to in interviews, especially those who work in public service, uh-huh. it can happen over there. So oh. we would get stories where they're just waiting for their monthly paycheck. And oh, then yeah. they have a lot of side business. So they make kueh, they make baju. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that one I, I can see happening. La. This actually is what's happening in China now. You know, actually China, a lot of people, they want to become, uh, to work in public service. La. In a sense that it's a more stable. I don't need to work so hard. I have my own life, like that kind of things. La. I thought that would only happen in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know how it's a very it's a huge competition if you want to become a public uh, if, if you want to work in public service in China mm. it, because you need to take exam, you need to take exam, you need to get oh. get very high marks to become a public service person also. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I was also reading that I mean, because this is when we're talking about quiet quitting in this context, we are, I mean, we was talking about. Uh, not achieving or not going above and beyond. Mm. I think sometimes it can look like, I mean, based on what I've read, it can also look like, you know, not staying late at work, not doing overtime, uh, not showing up extra early, uh, or also maybe not attending those non-mandatory meetings. So it's about setting that boundary, like I'm only going to work nine to six, that's it. So quiet quitting doesn't have to be necessarily bad, right? I mean, isn't it okay to just work from nine to six? Yeah, I think I agree with you. Because I think Shukan shared with me one story. Because Quiet Quitting has two parts, right? One part is the emotional side of you where you become disengaged. And then there's another part where you share, you know, setting boundaries. Shukan, I think you shared with me the story of this guy uh, that he's doing very well in this FMCG company, but the boss kind of like ask him to have, you know, additional portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like take, ask him to take out an ad- additional portfolio. Then he... Uh, consider uh, he thought of himself like do I really want to have a bigger portfolio just for proof that I can manage a bigger uh, mm. portfolio in a sense like how will they benefit my own career progressions then he thought about it he's like no uh, just adding a smaller market also a smaller portfolio doesn't mean I can prove that I'm better in my jobs so he decided not to and also he, Another thing he, another aspect he thought was like, do I get extra paid for this? For mm. just adding another portfolio on this? It's under my supervision. Do I need get any extra compensation for that? No. Then he feels like, uh, the next question he asked, will I benefit from this portfolio? No. Then he decided not to take it. So people are thinking about, is it worth it? <laughs> right? In a yeah. way, like you do oh, certain strategize things. Strategize a quiet quitting. <laughs> yeah. Just to survive. <laughs> uh. Just to survive and... I think from like, his point of view, it's not to, really just to, to survive. To Oh. Do what is the so shop? is like he'll do his his work, but if he's going to do extra for it and not get paid for it, what is the point? Yeah. That's what yeah. he that person is talking. And if about. the extra work doesn't add value to his, you know, what he wants in his career yeah. goal, then what's the point? 
then does this kind of like um recognize as quiet quitting? Doing extra. Hmm, okay. Can can I ask the opposite? What's the opposite of quiet quitting? Hustle culture. Or is it the BS culture? People who you know we use the bahasa word angkat angkat saja, you know, people who just do politics and people who just bullshit lah. No, then it trying to impress, do all the stakeholder, but they don't really do the job, but they always want to look good and impressive. Yeah. Is that is it opposite? I, I wonder. Uh, so, that's part that's of it. Yeah, part of it. Oh, culture, use the hustle culture. Yeah. Because yeah. if quiet is doing bare minimum, hustle culture is doing above beyond and give my best. But that is what people do, right? To perform, like for example, a salesperson, you want to achieve target, you want to go beyond it, above that target, because you you achieve more, you get more, right? So that's. But really hustle important. culture does it mean that you also get rewarded more? Are you recognized for it your extra could, work? It could mean that, like monetary wise, but it could also be like, wow, you stay so late at work, you're so hardworking. That's also like your boss thinks of you, wow, this person is great, work very hard. Yeah, like they say, if your boss is around, don't leave the office, you only leave the office after your boss leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that could also be some of the many reasons when our candidate share with us, like we ask, why are you leaving? And they say, you know, I did, I did so much, but I only get rewarded, you know beyond what I did. Mm. That can also be a very interesting thought because how the company sees our output and how we see our output can be different sometimes. Mm, yeah, I think so. As, especially how, your, how you see your output and also how your manager see your output is only different things because yeah. sometimes your manager is the one that decided how much reward I need to give you. And I think it's also like the case with a lot of people who have, you know, for example, worked in the same company for many years, not gotten an increment, despite, you know, generally, I mean, that one depends on a company, but mm. I mean, we've met people like that, right? We've spoken to people like that. And then, you know, sometimes you want to leave and then they get a better offer elsewhere. Then only the boss counter offer, mm. you know? So we've seen mm. situations like this as well. I think the helpfulness of, they use the word KPI, like key performance indicator becomes a bit more useful to be, objective like how are you measured in a job like you know whether number of calls how quick around you turn around uh, number of complaints you solve that kind of thing like. yeah it does help yeah because that's how you were talking about if i'm a quiet quitter do i need to do beyond and above yeah maybe, what is the minimum yeah, yeah maybe, my maybe, maybe, maybe knowing well. or understanding your kpi will help you to set boundaries a bit better like, yeah. yeah but could it also be like for example uh a salesperson, you have your threshold, which is the minimum amount you need to hit to like cover your salary, for example. Uh, if But then as a salesperson, you also need to hit your target, right? Mm-hmm. So can just hitting your minimum to stay afloat in the company also be quite quitting in that sense? That means, are you still doing your job? Yes, but mm-hmm. they're not really achieving, mm-hmm. right? So with that, I my nephew related a story. He's in the UK. He worked as a salesperson in a restaurant. The boss said, go and get more deals. So he's out there getting more customers in. But then the cook pulls him aside and said, please, uh, don't get any more customer, Okay? Uh, because I'm only paid a fixed salary and you get more or less customer. I, if you get more customer, I have to do more work. Uh, so yeah. he's torn. The boss is asking him to get more customer. The cook is saying, no, don't get more. So is that is that a quiet quitter or is it... No, what does he do? Oh, is it the pay for performance uh, thing? <laughs> I'll ask him end of the month again. <laughs> He's only like 22 years old. 
from Malaysia is just moved to UK. I think the chef is quite a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's, I feel like it's quite common in the UK. Lah. Yeah. I feel like it's quite common in the UK. Like they call in, call out very yeah. on time. There's like, oh, sorry. Even in when we do our assignment, we also like that. Uh-huh. They say, oh, 9 to 5, I will be there 9 to 5 doing my jobs. But after 5, don't contact me. Mm. We have the mutual agreement and also mutual understanding that after five or after six we won't contact each other yeah, in so of our projects. That's basically setting boundaries, right? Like you're taking care of your well-being and res- like getting people to respect your time by like, you know, memang I work nine to six then after that don't call me lah. Don't disturb me. I'll talk to you tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas, I mean, that is, sounds very acceptable, right? Actually. But for many people, it's not. Like they're expected to check their email, respond, work overtime. No, it's urgent. You need to do it now, even though it's after hours. So, yeah. Actually, this brings a very good question. How you define urgent? What my boss asks me to do is urgent. <laughs> yes. Uh. O- often everything is urgent, right? <laughs> because the customers say everything is urgent and they want everything yesterday. <laughs> what do you think makes people quiet quit? Like what are some of the reasons? that would make you come to this stage where I don't care. I'll only do bare minimum. To stress out. I think heartbroken. Uh. <laughs> good point, Too good much point. rejection. Yeah, yeah, good point. I think that the external uh, factors like you mentioned, la, bosses, la, environment, disengage, uh, culture and all that, those are external. The internal mm. one is what I feel. Mm, yeah. Mm. Like actually, I feel I feel like the people who are quiet quit, sometimes they are like what Andrea said just now. They are over. They are try to go above and beyond. Mm. And until the time they burn out, so they decide to be quiet quitting. Mm. Actually, what makes a above and beyond guy become quiet quitter sometimes is heartbroken. It's like ah, I put so much effort. Then first thing is like maybe I cannot achieve it. My target, I achieve. I cannot achieve my goal. Then second thing is like maybe my hard work is not appreciated also. Mm, mm. Uh, so that is kind of like a toxic environment. It's like, yeah. I did so much things, then, then people will People will think, then what's the point of me doing all this if I, you know, don't achieve, uh, don't get that recognition. That's why maybe they quiet quit. Lah. Is quiet quitting also suffering in silence? You are suffering in silence? I um, think teammates are suffering in silence. Uh, <laughs> really, yeah? Because I'm thinking if you're a good performer, you're rewarded, that's great. If you're unhappy, you got missed a promotion, you don't think you're being paid well enough, then you resign and find a new job. But this is in between. Oh. You're not the top performer, you're not you're unhappy, but you don't really want to say. So you just do your minimum. So you're like suffering in silence, right? It depends, I guess. Actually, because sometimes it's just some of the things that we cannot really control and your maybe your boss or your manager cannot really control as well. So true, do you true. really want to hate the company? Actually, it's not maybe just like for your own self-focus change. Mm, um, mm. Like before that, maybe I work 24-7, I just want to get a lot of things and I want to run a lot of things successfully. Mm. But turns out actually, does it mean a lot to me? Maybe not. Mm. Then, do I hate my company? Actually, no. Mm. Do I hate my jobs? Actually, no. It's just my focus change. Maybe it's that their defense, their coping mechanism, not defense mechanism, <laughs> coping mechanism, right? Mm. In to order to survive, uh. I will do bare minimum so that I protect my emotional and yeah emotional and mm. stress uh. mm. ultimately else? like what do people want to 
I yeah, mean, what do you want? Question. Yeah, yeah. If you quiet quit, then what? What, what do you, you want actually? Out of it, right? Yeah. yeah. What's the end goal, right? Correct. A lot. Work-life balance is number one. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Like, if I'm quiet quitting, most likely something is wrong with this whole work-life balance thing. Um, I suppose people want certain things in their job, right? Like, what do people look for actually at work? What makes you satisfied or not quiet quit? Is it possible to achieve work-life balance? <laughs> hmm. People want to be happy in their job. People want to be rewarded. People want to grow. People want to have uh, good colleagues and in culture. And also, people want to have their life beside of their jobs. Hmm. Mm. There are, I mean, uh, there are some. Well, the theory I learned is that some people are very happy in a job and they're very much into their job. So, for example, if you're an actor or you're in performing arts, they and the job are integrated uh, together. Uh. Mm. Some people do nine to six; they switch off and then they do something else. So I remember some of the candidates we've had. You talk to them about their job; they're a bit down. Suddenly, you talk about their hobbies; they get so alive. And they could be musicians over the weekend, and they love their job. Or could be painter or artist, or they take care of the the dogs and the stray dogs. And what is it? Ah, uh, SP SP Pause and SPCA SPCA. They kind of thing. Oh, it becomes mm-hmm. like so excited. You can see there's the passion. The passion is outside of the job, but the job is just to feed their daily. Yeah, pay yeah, the bills. Yeah. yeah, pay the bills. Yeah. Correct. Yes. I think that's what they are practicing quite quitting now. I guess. Like, yeah, because maybe their passion is out of the job yes, that they're yeah. doing. Uh, my passion cannot sustain my life. Yeah. All oh, right. It could be a customer complaint officer or maybe just an accounts uh, entry person and they don't quite like the job, which, okay, lah, fair enough, because it's very repetitive, right, in that sense. Yeah. You know, I think that, and also, yeah, then actually this brings a questions For this kind of quiet quitters, right, will you think they affect the team? Because I saw some of the posts actually saying that these quiet quitters actually are not good for the team. I think if they're not toxic, it's okay. So they don't backbite and they don't backstab. If they do the minimum, but they are getting along well with people, they are still generally honest and don't bitch. That's okay still. I think if they're responsible and still doing the job, even if it's just bare minimum, then it's not affecting other people's progress, then I guess it's okay. But if you purposely, you know, don't submit your assignment or report, I guess that would then affect mm. the outcome of the job, right? Then, then it's a problem. I mean, it, it really depends. Lah. If let's say you have a very tight deadline, especially in, in certain industries, a very tight deadline, but you want to quiet quit, means you maybe don't work over time, overnight, while everybody else in the team is doing that, then it will also affect the outcome and the performance of the team because you're not really so-called pulling your weight la, compared to the other people. Can you... Okay, I'm going to just throw this off. Huh? I just came to mind. Can you quiet quit? You're talking about a job, right? Can you quiet quit in a relationship? Oh, yeah. People uh, are talking about this as well. Is it? Yeah, I just yeah. came to mind. Yeah. yeah, I mean like, wow, okay. I just do the minimum in relationship. I don't really love you, but I am still your partner lah. I don't know what you think. I don't think it works. <laughs> I mean, maybe you don't like do those romantic gestures <laughs> and stuff, but you know, you still go for meals with the person. <laughs> I mean, it does happen, right? Like where you don't really, or maybe you know, when you're with someone for a very long time, then just let's ask the two single people, let's get their views too, Shukan and Wendy. 
What do you think? I think this question should be thrown back at both of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, even we say, oh, I don't think can, I don't know. Yeah. Really it's different things. Exactly. Well, I mean, one, I mean, when I was just thinking about this, one of the key things that struck me, if you're a choir quitter, I personally feel that you are the victim of your lack of uh, passion or lack of response. I don't, I'm not sure what's the right word, but you become the victim if you're a quiet quitter. The person who loses the most is you yourself. Uh, you're just doing the bare minimum just to survive. Um, why? Yeah, it, it's, it's like, what do you get out of it? So at the end goal, you want to be a quiet quitter for one year, two years, three years, and, and then what happens? It'll be very obvious when your work is just mediocre only. I guess when you quiet quit, perhaps that's like, you know, like when they say it's a, a coping, coping mechanism, like immediate effect, like, okay, I'm just going to quiet quit. Mm. Like, you know, but then, but then something has this, to change, right? Uh, either term, yeah, I think it's, it's a short term thing. Mm. It should be like, and it's either you change something within your environment if mm. your management is receptive enough mm. to listen or you get out of your environment. Mm. You do something else or you go into it. Depends like what is making you quiet quit and you try to like mm. change that. Yeah. You're in the wrong job, find another job or find your area of passion or your area of interest and yeah, pursue that. But what if the person, let's say, from that point of view, actually, you are kind of like, you want a very good career progression. Then I feel like if, let's say, we are very junior, then we want a very good career progression until maybe management level. Then if, let's say, the management level, they have their not only job responsibility, but also family responsibility. In that case, if he practice quiet quit, to me, I feel okay. La. I, if let's say your, what's your salary now can cover all your expenses, you can have a steady life. Then you want to spend more time with the family. You want to spend more time outside of the job. Can you, when the guy is, a guy or girl practicing quiet quitting, in that case, would it be not good? So can you be, that means what you're trying to say is, that can you be a successful quiet quitter? Can you be successful in your job and be, and can you be a quiet quitter and be successful in your job? Can you be, not really, you don't need to be successful quiet quitter, just okay with your job. Um, can be a yeah, like just, be quiet, just be a quiet quitter. La. Like, I mean, have your, but maybe then that's not called quiet quitting. It, it may not be quite called quiet quitting anymore. Your heart is not in right? the job, but you're just doing the bare minimum. Mm, because, I, yeah. It depends on what you prioritize, right? Because if memang like, I just work for money. Like some people are like that, right? Mm. And that's fine because they have other things outside that it's more important. So like the motivation to work is to get that money so that I can do other things for my family, for myself. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I think quiet quitting is just a short-term period where you don't want to give all your best in your work, but maybe your priority is in other areas like for Mm. example, family or I don't know, health or something else or your passion project or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I guess you need to have a goal uh, when you want to quit this quiet quit. That, that means to say, if you're a quiet quitter, we are all saying that you should still be responsible. Uh. Yes. I think, I don't think... Yeah. You, I don't you, think you, sh- you cannot, you should not be lazy. Uh. Yeah, I don't yeah, think you're a bad person quiet quit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Got it, got it. You're still doing just the bare minimum. Uh, what's expected of you. Uh, that's it. Uh. Mm. But I guess, like, if psychologically you're impacted, like, you know, you hate your job every day, dragging yourself to work, then, you know, maybe that's that's not necessarily you living a very balanced life. Mm. Yeah. Because there are some people who don't like the job responsibility, but they love the colleagues, and they stay on. 
Yeah, yeah. true, true. I think that's normal. Though. We've had cases like that, lah. They they are very, they feel very responsible for their team people, and sometimes these are senior people. Mm. Yeah, mm. they're very committed to their team members, and they feel mm. they they cannot leave, lah. In that sense, mm. yeah. And then they know that they got no more room for growth because they hit the maximum of their career in the company already. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately, maybe because they didn't do their masters or they don't have a degree, so they're just only a manager, and that's about it. But they have got many executives, and they stay on. You know. Mm. Mm. Then does this kind of person considered as quiet quitter? I guess it depends on how you define. Because maybe this person is not purpose. Maybe this person is just not purposely doing it. Mm. Like you're not purposely. No, this sucks. I'm just going to do this. You know, it's not the like that. La. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with my job. Yeah, maybe. I'm happy. I'm happy with my I'm job. I'm doing the this, this. This is enough for me. You know. Mm. But yeah, so I, I don't think need to there's grow. a aspect to it, like your mindset and why you do it. Because to me, this kind of person is kind of like considered as quiet quitter already. Like mm. they do what they expect, what are, they are expected from their manager. Then I don't want to do. I don't feel that I want to do very extra. I want to oh, make a huge change. I want to achieve so, lots so of achievements. So it's not wrong if you don't do extra. But why if they are just it's being initiative? Content, why if they are being just contented with you know, for example, club. If I can do admin work, why do I need to step out and? Lead a group of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Is that communicating? Um, mm, to me, I feel it is because it's like for what quiet quit your life. <laughs> I mean, according to the different the la. different things that we read or online, I mean, uh, there are many sources. Quiet quitting usually is related to job disengagement. Or dissatisfaction. So this disengagement. Yeah. Uh, so if uh, you are satisfied and you're engaged at work, even if you're not, you know, like getting promoted and stuff, that is not necessarily quiet quitting if you're mm. satisfied. Mm. Okay, so there's a line between doing the minimum, being engaged, uh, and not stepping to do more. Okay. What do you think people can do to stop quiet quit and, but at the same time. Have work life balance. What is work life balance? When you have time to do other things other than your work. What can they stop themselves from? I think be truthful with themselves first, lah. If they're truthful with themselves, then I think it it starts it starts there, lah. Why am I here? You know, pay colleagues. Yeah, mm. work life balance. Ah, what do you think about work life balance? I know the word has been used quite a fair bit. Uh, personally, as a recruiter, when candidates tell me, especially the younger ones, they want work-life balance, uh, I know it's a big turn-off, lah. Uh, if Why? you go for if you go for an interview, Why I know that's I know that's what you want. But if you go to an interviewer or a hiring manager, you use the word work-life balance, it never put you in a it it always puts you at a disadvantage. Yeah, not even started the job. Yeah, you're talking about your work-life balance is about you, bah, not about your skills that you can contribute. But I can contribute my skills and still take care of my well-being sure. by having a work-life balance. Yeah, I would like you to have good work-life balance, but more importantly, you're paid a salary to perform in the job, lah. So if you go for an interview, I think maybe you put your work-life balance the later part, lah. You can talk it as an interest or hobby, lah, in that sense, lah. Yeah. But so are you saying that it's impossible to have work-life balance? Mm, I like the word work-life integration, nah, what because balance. Integration? What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because balance, you know, like a skill, right? What's that skill thing you put in the center? You go to the market, they weigh left and right one. What's that oh. thing called? Mm. That, that balance. Uh, it's called balance. Simbang alat, but 
the balance up, that's it, it, called balance up. Yeah, yeah. And if you think like that, the mindset is wrong because you always feel like, alamak, I work too hard. Alamak, I chill too much. Because you're always trying to balance, to keep it in the center. Lah. But I think integration, you integrate your life with your work. It could mean your hobby. It could mean your conversation. Uh, I don't know, like recruitment would be one of them. Lah. If I'm talking to someone, okay, you know, great. Uh, I, I'm okay with it. Saturday and Sunday, I can still talk to them. I don't think of it, is it work or is it getting to know a person? I include all of it in, uh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to explain it, but... Uh, are you uh, saying that like you need, like when you are very engaged or you enjoy what you do, mm. then that becomes memang like part of your life? So mm. you... Your integration is not necessarily a boundary between nine to six, that mm. kind of thing. Mm. Like, but you still manage to work well, and you still manage to manage your time with working and rest, lah. In a sense, mm. Mm. yeah. But is it only achievable when you are at the top management only? I think it starts with the mindset, and I think all that we do. I mean, it's a spiritual element to it as well. If all that we do is an honoring thing to God, then I feel that He's given us that talent and responsibility. I would do it lah. Uh, if I need to talk to you or your children, for me it's okay. I don't look at it. If I'm talking to you, you're a client, you're a friend. Then it makes things very, very circular and modular in that sense. Uh. Um, so the key is to find things that you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Which is also the toughest thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, everyone's like, what do I want to do? Then <laughs> also some of the things uh-huh. I'm passionate about might not give me good enough good enough money yeah. to help me to survive. True, true, true. And I think that's a discovery that when we do, then we begin to understand, oh, what are the, what do I like? What do I not like? I mean, example, I like cycling and I include cycling in many of my conversations, you know, with clients and candidates. And, and I don't think of it as in, I cannot talk about my interests when, if I'm with a candidate or client or even, for example, uh, relationship issues or parenting. It's all common commonly spoken. I don't have to divide between my home life and my work life. I know some people do that. Uh, if you do it well, that's fine. But for me, I, I try to integrate it. But it, how about when it comes to priorities? Because in life, you can't have everything, right? As in, you you do need to prioritize. Like, mm. um, you know, if, if work, like for example, this is a common thing. Like, oh, um, I'm expected to work on this case throughout the night but I've got a family dinner mm. you know but you know I prioritize my family I enjoy my work but I prioritize my family but somehow I enjoy my work but I have to do so much that I lose out on mm. other things mm. so that's when I mean there, there could be instances when you only have a certain deadline or you have to choose between A or B and that's quite tricky like, in that sense then uh, I think it's a call you to make then. La. But yeah. I think overall, you look at long term, if health is important, if family is important, you want to always prioritize that la, in that sense. Mm. I mean, some people talk like when, when you're dying on the bed, no one talks about, I want to do more work la, in that yeah. sense. La. What do they talk about? <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got one example referring to the previous things we talk about is like the work-life integration. Like, is it applicable to top management? It depends. But based on my experience, like, I when I work as an engineer, I don't have this kind of work-life integration things because the work doesn't give me the opportunity to integrate with my interests. Mm. Uh, uh, so I don't have this work-life integration thing. So what I only can do is I work my I work on my interests outside of my working hours. Mm. Uh, 
But in between, during the working, where I are more available, I can think about some things I want to talk to my podcast, that kind of things. Mm. So, but personally, I don't think it is kind of like a work-life integration. Mm. I believe actually, if you want to practice your work-life integration, really finding your passion is really important. Mm. Then you are more interested or you're more willing to integrate your life together with your works mm. because it's something you are looking for and something you want to work on it mm. in the long run in your life. Mm. I feel if you try to balance, you always be you know, struggling, thinking is it this or that, this or that. Uh, but it's a concept, but I'm just trying to see how to explain it. Okay, I'll, I'll come back to see how to illustrate better. <laughs> or what do you think about the work-life balance at work? What is the difference between work-life balance and work-life integration? Mm. Yeah, actually, like, because uh, when you were explaining balance, Vincent, you were talking about, like, you know, um, having everything that you do in life be equal la, in that mm, sense, right? Mm, mm. But then integration means, like... You blend it. Blending you, it. Yeah, you mix it. You, yeah, you... But then what about I... setting boundaries? Boundaries, uh, mm. Yeah. With work-life integration, are there no boundaries then? So I think boundary is like the electricity board or like uh, safety. Boundary, I think, is about protecting yourself. So if it's a decision between family dinner and a deadline, I'm okay to just tell my family, hey, I can't make it for dinner, I need to clear this. But I know that's fine. No no guilt about it. Yeah. Are you but, saying that work is more important than family? Yes, for that day because of that situation could be critical. But I'm not saying, I'm not saying work is more important. I'm just saying for that situation, I, I, I need to complete this and I think my family will understand. So like in different situations, we, we make a choice line that yeah. sense. The other extreme would be boundary would be you don't know how how tired is your body until you go into a mental or emotional breakdown. That's dangerous. Then we've got stories of Kennedy telling us until they had to be hospitalized for what? Four weeks, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you and Andra shared with me this girl went blind. Blind? Yeah. Yeah, there's this lady who actually was actually loving her job. I actually cannot remember her name. I'm so sorry. Mm. But um, she was loving her job until one day she woke up and she just couldn't see. And the doctor said that I think something in her eye, one nerve or something just kind of popped and it's stress-related. Mm. So she was loving her job, but, you know, the long hours, the working, like driving herself like crazy just took a toll on her body and then she had to she had to quit her job la, and mm. she did something else eventually. Mm. Yeah. I think if you have the freedom, that's a great feeling, la, a freedom to choose. For mm. example, right now, you're seeing more and more of it. You can do the 9 to 5 or the 10 to 6, work from home. I think that's mm. given people... I think that's another description of... Yeah, I think that gives people uh, the control the autonomy to yes. decide what they want to do within the time frame. Yes. What would be one advice you would give to the quiet creators out there? <laughs> Find the things you like to do. <laughs> I think actually that's the... Because... I think based on the conversation all of us just now, mm. we are stating that quiet quitting actually is a short-term plan. Mm. Uh, so finding a next direction is very really important for your long-term career progression. Mm. Uh, maybe you don't like your job anymore. That's like, okay, but are you willing to take up another new role starting from zero? Or you feel then or your responsibility are more and more, you cannot really let go, then you still need to step into a slightly better environment to continue the jobs you may not be really like to do so. Mm, mm. Yeah, find a job that makes you 
happy, if you're not sure, be truthful about yourself, talk to somebody about it and hopefully with that, you explore new discovery for yourself. Uh. Yeah, agree with, with you, Shukan. I think it's just short term. It's okay to have that feeling uh, as you discover and be honest about it. I think hopefully lah, you, you learn more in... in uh, in you learn more, you discover more like, while talking to people, but you need to be truthful with yourself first. I think actually it depends on the responsibility also. Like talk, talking until this now, like let's say I am debt free now, I don't need to pay any debts, mm. then can I be quite a quitter? Because I don't want to go any further. I just want to I'm happy with my stage now, then I just want to stay at this level. Mm. I don't want to take any new responsibility, new decisions. Then that's probably not quite a being content. Uh, yeah, I guess right. if you're content, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I suppose, mm. it, I think so. Yeah. I think so also... you're not achiever. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're not an achiever. Yeah, you're not an achiever. That's all right, I guess, if, if you're all right with it and if you can live the way that you want to live. Like. Although some people don't have the luxury... Um, I guess in corporate is different from people who maybe don't have qualifications or uh, they're not. Mm. You know, life is a bit more more difficult in that sense, uh, and and that's where you you work to survive in that mm. sense to get mm. by. Mm. Um, but you know, hopefully, if you, if you if you don't enjoy your work, you can find something out of work that you do enjoy, mm. and so working motivates you to do that thing that you do enjoy. Recently, I went to a baker, a nice one uh, in KL. When I talked to the owner, I asked him, hey, why don't you open another branch? To which he answered, there's no need to. I'm very happy with this. I like quality food and I do not need to chase success by having more outlets. Yeah, I thought it was a very great, yeah. just great of just saying, oh yeah. yeah. For me, my success is here. I'm very happy. I have the flexibility. In fact, that day was Madeka Day and he said, I didn't want to advertise on my website we are open today because I don't need too many customers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but he said one thing. He said, it's okay, I can charge X percentage of premium over my price. Good quality and and I, I deserve extra premium over my profit, you know, or price lah, in that sense. Uh, I thought, oh, clever. Sure. I guess that's the fine line between quiet quitting and just being content with what you do. And I think recently we talked, we spoke to someone who changed a career from being a nurse to being a regional sales and marketing person. Uh, I think she pointed out one very interesting thing. Like, is I asked herself this question. Are you happy where you are? If yes, continue doing what you do. If no, try to do something and change. 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 Just do it. Change. So, yeah, I guess that's all for our quiet quitting session for tonight. What are we expecting for the next topic? Shukan, Wendy? I'm also not sure. Ah, not sure. To be, to, be, <laughs> to be confirmed. To be confirmed, yeah. okay. So if you are listening on Spotify, please follow us on Spotify. Uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please give a five star and leave a comment below. Uh, please follow our Instagram, recruiter-insights. We try to upload consistently, but let's see what we can do on this. Thank you for listening. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.